to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ and Patrick. I'm Matt Michaels with us in Sin City, Steve. Welcome, everyone. Happy Easter to you. If you are watching this, however you celebrate, this is a uh, a day to just uh, chill with family most of the time. And so uh, hopefully you got a chance to do that. And um, thanks for hanging out with us. If you're watching us live, make sure you throw your comments in. We will try to get them on as we can. If you're listening to us uh, because you downloaded the podcast, thanks for doing that. We appreciate that as well. Tell others about us. And... Um, so they can also enjoy with the fun. So we got a, a pretty good show lined up for you today. And um, I guess we'll get right to it. We start always with four-way stop. So let's do that now. All right, Sin City Steve, man. What were some of the uh, highlights you had for the week? All right. So Adam Page is still your AEW world champion. After defeating Adam Cole in a battle of the Adams. And uh, and a Texas death match on Rampage. Um, This match, honestly, had a lot of brutality, a lot of violence, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of unnecessary blood. Um, So I think that they they did walk walk the line of telling a good story, having enough violence that needed to be there um, as it felt like as if this was the official uh, the blow off to the feud. Thankfully, (laughs) yeah. which uh, now I will say this. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not normally one person that, you know, mm-hmm. gets bent out of shape about things, but I have to draw attention to something that was done in the closing moments of the match. Okay. Um, so there was a barbed wire chair involved and Adam page grabbed the barbed wire, ripped it off the chair and then proceeded to place it on Adam Cole's head and some people online were complaining that it was in the uh, in the shape of a barbed wire crown. Um, obviously, this show aired on Good Friday. Oh, um, okay. Which, yeah. yeah, some people got bent out of shape about the the iconography of things. Sure. And then and then Adam Cole got put through a table from the ring apron to the floor. Like I said, through a table with the dead eye. Um, so you know it it is what it is. Um, I think. Quite honestly, I don't think that they meant to, you know, set out to offend anybody by doing that. Um, but in any event, I mean, it was there. So <laughs> yeah. let's just call it what it is. It was done. They knew that it was going to be airing on Black on on Good Friday, and then also, it was a, um, it was something that you know, you have to wonder what uh, what they were thinking about that in the back too. Right. Um, elsewhere, uh, Thunder Rosa is still your AEW Women's World Champion after def- after defending her title against Nyla Rose. Uh, it's pretty safe to say that this was Nyla's best showing in months. 
Mm. Uh, Nyla and Rosa have great chemistry that really showed in the match. And uh, they they definitely lived up to their placement uh, as the main event match for Battle of the Belts, too. Gotcha. All right, cool, man. Uh, Matt Michaels, man, what, what's a uh, four-way stop you have? Well, let's, uh, let's start uh, in the middle of the ring on Monday night when you had The Miz hosting <laughs> the show with Cody. And uh, The Miz, uh, a wonderful, wonderful little line. It's a title. A belt holds up your pants. That was wonderful. Um, he had a few you know, of them, it, man. He, he sounded like he was, you know, Vince's microphone mouthpiece or whatever. Because well, I was going to say, mm-hmm. um, why does Cody come off as a legitimate wrestler? I mean, superstar in WWE. Mm-hmm. Another moment in Miz and Cody is when he pointed that out. Right. The wrestler versus the superstar. But it's very interesting because Cody didn't have the same presence in AEW for whatever reason that he's getting here. Yeah. It's it's mind boggling. Yep, so agreed. Very, very interesting. Okay. I gotta say, Veer destroying Dominic was just <laughs> <yes>, a pleasure. <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh god, that was so good. Uh, uh I w- I was screaming heard of more Veer. <laughs> heard of more Veer. <laughs> Um, oh, the only thing I would have done differently with Veer, I would have not had had him speak backstage. I would have had him just choke out the fucking interviewer, make him a monster that just destroys everything and every and anything, and let that go for a while. So then that way, um, you hide up because let's face it, if you look at the history of those kind of characters, his arc's not going to be long. You know, um, even Umaga, who is you know, just kind of legendary in status. It was a very short run for him. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to do, uh, you know, just give it all the way. Speaking of monsters, Von Wagner uh, tossing funny jacket Asian guy into the crowd <laughs> was fucking amazing from the ring to the crowd. That yeah. was crazy. Um, uh, why is it? Why is it? AEW is not good without Cody. I don't know. I'm just, just saying. Uh, <laughs> Elton Castle versus Gresham, mainly for Dalton. Uh, it, you know, it was just so wonderful to see uh, that, that beautiful peacock in the ring again. Match was good. And then Giant Gonzalez comes out and uh, fuck that guy because he makes the great Kali look like a Hall of Famer. Okay. <laughs> so. That fucking, you know, you had a great match, and then you fucking bring that in to the fucking match. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Good luck. I hope Tony paid good money for him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, uh, for mine, man, I really enjoy the Damian Priest versus AJ Styles match. I, um, uh, how about that finish, though? Yes, I know. Well, look, I um, I, I listen. I'm what I'm saying though. What I like most is when it came down to the actual match in the ring, seeing them going back and forth. I thought that that was put together pretty well. Um, I like with the fact when AJ was about to go for the uh, phenomenal forearm, and and then Damian kicked him down which I didn't see that kind of came out of like just nowhere, but 
overall, I just like the 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 match how it. But that ending was kind of crazy though, right? I mean, we're <laughs> it's different, right? It is different. So let's see where it goes. Um, yeah. So um, also, I enjoy the um, Naomi and Rhea Ripley on SmackDown match. I thought that that was really good. Um, what? What's up? I'm getting some weird faces. Oh, nothing. Okay. Uh, so the Naomi and Rhea Ripley match, I enjoyed that one as well. Um, man, Naomi is is just amazing to see just um how she has just grown with a lot of her skills. A lot of the the moves she did with just using uh her legs. I mean, she did almost look like it was a like a DDT power driver with her dregs to Rhea. I'm like, damn, you know, it was it was a really good match put together. I like the build that they're that they're doing leading up to the uh the the tag title. So I thought that was standing out pretty well. So those are a couple of four way stops that I have for you during that uh this past week. So let's jump over into our two sweet for the week. All right. Matt Michaels, let's jump to you. What was your too sweet for the week? Uh, so I got to start with uh, Cameron Grimes versus Solo, man. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, you know, the the work that uh, Grimes did being technically the veteran in that match, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Seth has got his experience, but Grimes is a couple years you know, more along than him. And those two pulled off just a, a wonderful little match. That was really, really nice. Uh, how about pretty deadly as the new NXT tag champs? Mm-hmm. That was pretty, you know, it was exciting because they, they did something that you didn't think they might do. You probably thought they're going to put the belts back on the, you know, on the diamond mine guys. And you have this team that just came out of nowhere, uh, from, uh, NXT overseas. And, uh, Dude, looks pretty good. But all those teams in that match, yeah, it put on a really good gauntlet match for something that was not even supposed to take place until uh, Hitler got fired. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, Cody and Miz, give me some more of those guys wrestling, man. That was yeah. a pretty nice match. Sure. That was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Joe versus Suzuki. That was great. However, Joe is 43. He's injury prone. So we didn't see the full potential. And Suzuki is 53, but he looks like Ric Flair's older brother. So <laughs> it wasn't much of a wrestling match as much as it was a slap and a punch fest. Um, but for what it was, it told a good story. <laughs> and then once again, fucking giant Gonzalez comes out. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. But. I'd say the the best of the week right now, without a doubt, SmackDown, Charlotte Flair doing that figure eight on Gulak. Yeah. Boy, that in itself was all right. But, man, go back and watch that. Charlotte looks good doing that, man. (laughs) One of the best-looking Charlotte shots ever, dude. I think I know what shot you were talking about, okay? (laughs) She starts back, and then she's sticking her tongue out. She's purposely sticking her tongue out, and it's just like, dude, that's that's hot. That's hot. (laughs) 
cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Sin City, Steve, man, what you got, man? What was too sweet for the week? Uh, well, it was already briefly mentioned. Uh, Samoa Joe and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, absolutely glorious match uh, for what it was. Uh, it was never going to be a technical wizardry showcase. However, it was two guys beating the absolute piss out of each other. Um, Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Figure 4 website uh, said that in the first chop exchange alone, it consisted of a total of 104 chops back and forth. Wow. And and strokes for Brian. Right? (laughs) Um, uh, It's crazy, though. I mean, obviously, these guys... They have uh, they have a reputation of you know being tough guys, badasses, and they put it all out there. Um, they didn't have to use weapons. They didn't have to you know go crazy with you know a ton of high spots. No, it was just one v one. I'm going to beat the shit out of you and turn your chest into hamburger meat. Um, and that was that was true for both sides. And. I'm going to talk about the post match in the next segment. So, we'll 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 get there. <laughs> um elsewhere though, um on Rampage, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs defeating Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Now, a lot of people were surprised uh, at the decision to have Lee eat the pin, but I'm actually really very okay with this because mm-hmm. even if it was with Taz's help, Hobbs pinning Lee was Absolutely huge for Hobbs. Probably the biggest win that he's had in AEW. And let's be real. You were right there in front of Ricky Starks' hometown. AEW typically doesn't have hometown people lose the match, unlike other promotions. <clears throat> and uh, elsewhere, um, let's let's call it what it is. Uh, props to Sammy Guevara on becoming the TNT champion yet again. Uh, after I'm guessing that they're going to be uh, pulling a double turn coming out of this match because Sammy uh, hit uh, Scorpio Sky with a low blow, um, hit the GTH, picked up the win. And uh, obviously, if if you've been reading any of the live event reports or you, know, you have a pair of ears uh, when Sammy and Ty are out there cutting promos, sucking each other's faces, they're getting booed like crazy. And Scorpio Sky has been getting cheered as of late. Mm -hmm. So if they are smart, they execute the double turn and you get Sky and Ethan Page away from Dan Lambert. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, very interesting stuff. Yeah. um, The, you know, we've talked about many of the Usos in New Day matches as just being just great matches when we see them. But I don't know. I think we're going to have some new ones uh, uh, coming soon when you have the Usos and Street Profits. Watching that match was just fucking amazing. Um, and, and and that just shows, first off, just, just how great the Usos really are, right? I mean, they put on fantastic matches uh, no matter who it is that they're facing. But that match was definitely pay-per-view caliber. I enjoyed everything about it. Again, I knew somehow that the Usos were going to come out on top, but when you're watching it, it was done. It, 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 was, it was put together so well. You was thinking maybe Street Profits might actually pull this off. You know, um, yeah. I, I that was definitely a highlight for me on Impact Wrestling, though. Jonathan Grisham 
versus Rocky Romero. <laughs> Man, listen, I I this is why I, I love Jonathan Grisham. I he this guy has all types of moves. He's always comes up with different things. He's fast. Rocky's fast too. Um you have to if you leave the the, the the TV screen for a minute or if you you know you look on your phone, you've just missed Five to seven moves that just took place that were awesome. That's how fast everything is moving in the ring when it comes to those two. And um, this was definitely the match that uh, I, I that was my highlight uh, for the week. But uh, I don't know. What are you laughing at, Matt Michaels? <laughs> American Bam Bam. Oh, what? Oh, let's see. <laughs> American Bam Bam. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. Um, the only author he really knows is Stephen King, so that's give him a break. He didn't understand it. It's all good. Whatever. All right. Um, no, that's my two sweet man. So let's get over to our next WTF of the week, which mine is going to be really easy. In fact, I'll go first. <laughs> Yeah, so I I uh, I I didn't watch any AW this week. I have no WTFs at all. Uh, so I everything else I watched was pretty legit. I got to tell you, um, I um, I'll have to next week when I watch it. I'm sure I'll have a list and we'll break it all the way down. All right. So, but Sin City, go ahead, man. You tell us what your WTFs for the week. Can we please stop doing the lights out gimmick to introduce new people? Please. <laughs> a big part of the reason why Satnam Singh's debut was almost virtually shit canned across the entire internet was because he got the lights out treatment, the lights came back on, and no one knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> it would be different if they knew who the fuck he was. Now, obviously, let's call it what it is. Um, they... You know, people have said that the reason why they're doing this is so that they can help, you know, hope to penetrate the the Indian market. Mm -hmm. Hello. Um, and, you know, if, if they choose to go that route, great. I think that having him paired with Sanjay Dutt um, and Jay Lethal, I think that that's a really good move. Um, now, one thing that I did have to laugh about is, uh, and this was not seen on the Dynamite debut, but this was seen on Battle of the Belts. Uh, he uh, he chose to pick up Jonathan Gresham and dribble him off the mat like a basketball. Wow. Which I thought was pretty fucking funny, um, especially given the fact that they've announced that Satnam Singh was the first ever drafted NBA player born in India uh, in the NBA. So it kind of plays in, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Elsewhere, speaking of weird lighting effects, that ending to the AJ Styles and Damian Priest match on Raw. What the fuck? Priest channeled the power of purple lights and weird and creepy filters before teleporting out of the match. And then they went to a commercial. Okay, I thought, all right, well, we're just going to pick right back up. Nope, we come back from commercial break. Nope, we've moved on. We didn't get any kind of <laughs> announcement that the match was over. We didn't get any of that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> and then literally no one in the arena 
in, in, in that was watching this match on Dynamite gave a single drop of piss about Marina Shafir or Sky Blue, and their match was deathly quiet. Yeah. It was painful to watch. Wow. So yeah, yeah, they need to they need to figure something out with that with with you know the the presentation. I I'm not a fan of Marina Shafir's entrance music anyway. And then, um, you know, just ha quite frankly, you should have just had her go in and just absolutely murder Sky Blue in less than a minute. Um, they they stretched the match out. They made it too much, and it was it was painful to watch. So what the fuck, guys? All right, all right, Mister Michaels, what you got? Well, just just going off of what Steve said on that match, um, all I kept thinking is, boy. Sky Blue is such a bad version of Cora Jade. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look at it next time. And it's like, that's all she is. That Incidentally, Sky Blue has been running that gimmick for quite a while. And Cora Jade, Cora Jade came up to NXT after the fact. So. It's who pulls it off better. Mm. Right now, Cora Jade pulls it off way better than Sky Blue. Um, the end of uh, Priest and AJ. I think this is what y'all missing. I like that, that is the blue light. You know what that means? Did you see his eyes? His eyes lit up. The Undertaker is going to come back and be the manager for that faction. Wow! Mark those words. There you <laughs> I, go. I, I thought we didn't have shitty takes on the show anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Speaking of shitty takes. I'm going to totally disagree. Starks and Hobbs, they're heels. MJF is a fucking heel. You do not make your heels baby faces for their home crowd. That's bullshit. They're going to be cheered anyway. So what? I'm not in that fucking audience. Let the audience cheer them. I'm watching from at home. They're heels to me for nine weeks. And once they go out, they are now baby faces mm -hmm. and next week they're going to be heels again for the next 10 weeks fucking make them heels if they're heel make them fucking face if they're face tony khan is just such a yeah uh <laughs> easy there easy there to the point where i just screamed out this is fucking ridiculous right after rose's interview where nyla gets the cake to the face <laughs> but then she still kicks rose's ass and then to make matters worse, as you have the heel who got the goof on him and now just beats up the face before they go into a match that's a couple days away, Nyla says, as it cuts away, I love cake and violence. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, she, she's got some one-liners. <laughs> But it was it was barely caught. That was the thing. It's like if you're gonna do something stupid and you're gonna have it set up and make a punchline on the end of it, fucking have it audible, like where yeah. most people can hear it. Um, hey, AEW TNA called. They want their 2006 roster back. Uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe wins the ROH TV Championship, a TV title for a company that has no TV. Uh Rampage, once again, I hate this when WWE does it. I hate it when Rampage is doing it, and if they do it for Dynamite. But you can absolutely tell when 
there is pumped crowd noise because those first like five rows where people are standing and whatnot, no one's reacting and you're hearing this massive like fucking scream and then they cut to a shot of like three people cheering yeah both companies do it it's fucking stupid it is just get over it guys stop the noise fucking pumping right uh do any of the guys who are getting color on rampage realize it's like they're cutting themselves for an episode of 205 live uh brings me to the age-old question if a wrestler gets pinned and no one's watching does that mean he lost just saying mm-hmm. you know yeah. um yeah if you're fucking cutting yourself open on rampage or going through a fucking barbed wire and a table and all that shit on rampage dude you are not getting paid enough because no one's fucking watching you do this except for the fucking you know, Brian Alvarez's. <laughs> and, hey, sometimes you, know, you got to perform thing. for one person. Oh, no, I'm just, just saying you just happen to, you know, yeah. count the fucking slaps. Right, right, right. You know, that that shows you like a fan watches the match goes, that's fucking good. Someone who's obsessively odd is counting the slaps. So yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, you know, I found it really kind of odd that they had, and I think it was Excalibur who said this um, about the ROH match um, happening. I think it was the one on, uh, yeah, it was on uh, Saturday night on the on the belts uh, episode. They basically said that ROH wrestlers are finally getting a national audience which basically discredits <laughs> this is what I don't understand you bought this company you you don't want to say bad things you want to say the stuff like this person has been a former champion this person you know is the backbone and started ROH you know getting a massive popular fucking sell the product because you just bought the fucking library and if you don't just sell it in the terms of this is great shit you want to see. Then what am I going to care about ROH for? It's just going to end up being a tossed away fucking thing like ECW was for WWE. Mm. Yeah, good points, man. Let's move over, though, into what we're looking out for. I'm sure there's uh, quite a few things. Let's see. I am looking out for Rebellion, which is coming up this weekend, and um, Taya Valkyrie versus Deanna Perrazzo. Yes, I'm all in. Triple A, Reina de Reina's uh, championships online, and man, this is going to be exciting to see uh, Taya again. She looks great. Um, I'm, I'm still rocking with Deanna, so I'm, I'm hoping she still has both belts, but I don't have a problem if she lose, uh, lose that belt because she'll still have the other, but I'm just knowing it's going to be an exciting match and, um, I'm looking it's forward to it. It's a title, DJ. It's not a belt. Belt holds up your pants. That is true. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> That's right. And, um, boy, how about... Sonia Deville, okay, 
abusing her powers and is going to be the one who's going to fight Bianca Belair for that uh women's Raw's women title. That is just awesome. I I saw it coming a mile away when she <laughs> wouldn't let Adam see the paperwork. I'm like, okay, here we go. I just love that whole storyline, what they've been uh doing with her. I think they're probably about to really like just get rid of you know stop it because she's been abusing it too much and i think adam's gonna just they're gonna drop it and be like you just gotta be talent again but the run she's had doing this has been great and uh i'm look i'm looking forward to see where how all this is gonna come out so right now that's what i'm looking out for but uh sin city man what are you looking out for dude i am looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with the blackpool combat club um, we did see the first uh, trios match involving the BCC this week mm-hmm. as uh, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta defeated the Gun Club. Um, and I guess I guess you could say it was a battle of the clubs if you want to go corny with it. But um, realistically, you know, call it pumped in crowd noise, call it whatever you will, but um, fans were heavily heavily behind wheeler yuda um and i think that it really is a testament to you know being able to build a new star mm-hmm. and um that that's something that they've done by putting him in this high profile spot and you know having guys like moxley like danielson like regal um to help bring this guy along and then obviously you put the roh pure championship on him as well so they've they've definitely got the rocket strapped to this dude's back. Um, so I'm definitely looking looking out for what's gonna what's gonna happen next with them. Um, elsewhere, uh, I made mention of the fact that it seems like as if we might be getting a uh, a double turn coming out of that TNT Championship match from Battle of the Belts, um, as uh, Sammy is appearing to go more heelish, um, and you know whenever uh, whenever they are given a microphone and the crowd reacts to them as of the last two or three weeks, they've been booing Scorpio sky. Whenever he's had any kind of mic time, the fans have been cheering him. So, you know, whether, whether you separate them from Lambert or, you know, you have him scale himself back, whatever it is, I really think that they could execute a double turn and it would be great for absolutely everybody involved. Um, Elsewhere, uh, I am definitely interested to see if we continue to see ROH title matches on AEW programming. Um, Quite honestly, I'm all for it. Um, This past week, of course, we had the two title matches uh, as well as featured Dalton Castle. Um, Michaels, you mentioned earlier that it was great to see him on TV. I completely agree. That is a guy and a character that belongs on TV every single week in the homes of millions or at least hundreds of thousands. And um, yeah, it's, I I'm really interested what this next huge announcement is supposed to be this Wednesday. Um, Some people are speculating that it's going to be a super show with AEW and new Japan. Uh, Some people are saying that it could be the TV deal for ROH. Who knows? We'll find out on Wednesday. What's the chance of them just killing like the AEW rampage, but take that time slot to be an ROH time slot. So the, the only problem that you run into there is they already don't have enough programming to showcase their AEW talent. Gotcha. Okay. If they, if they were to well, take they got that all of hour, YouTube, well, <laughs> I think that's a perfect place. For I most guess. Of them. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I got it, what you're saying. It, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where it would not surprise me if you know if they announce the the streaming deal. Also, um, there there have been rumors that AEW would find a streaming home on HBO Max. Right. Um, if that's the case, hell, why not? Just just have the ROH weekly show right there on HBO Max. Um, and while you're at it, have a have an AEW weekly show too. I mean, you know, they got they've got the roster. Why not? Why not use the resources that they have? Yeah. All right, Matt Michaels, what you looking out for? Uh, I agree. Sonia and Bianca should be a pretty satisfying match. Yeah, I really do think that's a great fucking matchup. Uh, it also goes to show too that they get when they get stuck in using just Sasha, Charlotte, Becky, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels different when you get two names that don't have one of those four involved. Right. So I think that the, that makes it all that fresh. She per, perfect heel move, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, I think that's going to be a, a good one. Uh, looking forward to uh, the Ezekiel lie detector test. <laughs> Kevin Owens has been fucking gold. Yes, yes. This fucking thing is so fucking good because it's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's like, right. and, you know, if it was someone other than Kevin Owens, this thing wouldn't fucking work at all. Right. Because no one fucking sells this. He does. <laughs> it's like, dude, that is just fucking wonderful. Uh, and then, not only are we going to get a lie detector test on Raw, we get a double wedding. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Oh, right. so good. Uh, and then, uh, out of NXT, I really think that I heard the best idea, and that is Dexter and Duke as a tag team. Holy shit. That is amazing. You yeah. know? Gonna be good. Um TK's big announcement. Uh this is interesting because the the announcement of the announcement was after the ratings came in for Dynamite. So once again, he pulls a big announcement because um AW they had 1.129 million viewers on February 9th, 1.01 million on February 23rd, and 1,046,000 on March 23rd. Only three nights over a million in the past 10 weeks. So we've seen before when he gets a little nervous on ratings, that's when he makes a big announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, exactly. So we'll see if this if this works. Um, it could be any of those things Steve said. Um, that that's absolutely, uh, you know, what it looks like possibility wise. Probably not someone debuting, most likely, because uh, unless you, unless it's you've signed Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman or you know one of those big Even names left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that would be the only ones that would show up for something like that. Would make sense for a big announcement. So. We'll see what happens. Um, man, you know, if John Cena went to AEW, it would be the greatest fucking wrestling company ever. ever. And you know why he works in there? Because 
nobody sees AEW anyway. So it's <laughs> gimmick. Well fucking played. Yeah. Shout out to the, our com our commenter for throwing that in. <laughs> um, okay, Guther's promo on SmackDown was great. Did anyone not see Guther? Anyone? Did anyone not see Guther? I thought I saw that. But you didn't know if you not see it? I'm not sure. You not see Guther. Okay. <laughs> CM Punk continues his no tours job or no jobs tour, beating Dustin Rhodes on Wednesday. Yep. Because I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, everyone says Vince McMahon's an asshole, but that was Tony's punishment to Dustin. Mm. Your your brother leaves and goes to that company. Okay, you're gonna lose CM Punk. Um, <laughs> and hey, let's praise Scorpio Sky's dominance of the TNT belt. Thirty eight days and counting. Wait, you know what? <laughs> After five weeks. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan booking fucking genius. He's a booking genius, man, and we know this. Yeah. They better drop that Sammy and fucking Conte sex tape soon. <laughs> no, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> See Tony in there too. Oh boy. Coming soon to the hub. <laughs> That's what she said. Hello. All right. Our last one for the uh show here is our best in show. So uh, let's do that. All right, Sin City, I give you this one, man. What was your... All uh... right. All right, man. So uh, my best in show was AEW Battle of the Belts 2. Um, it was one hour. It was three very solid matches. Uh, you had the TNT Championship match, the ROH World Championship match, and uh, yeah, you had the, the Women's Championship match as well that I've already talked about. Um, very, very solid hour, and it, it was all in-ring. Um, if you if you loved promos, if you loved that kind of stuff, then it probably wouldn't have been your best in show. Um, promos are great; they definitely have their place to to further storylines. But AEW, they said when they were founded that they were going to be an in ring centric show and an in ring centric promotion. Um, this this episode of Battle of the Belts definitely felt like it. Um, Incidentally, though, uh, I do have to throw out a, uh, a tweet, and these are not my words. I'm prefacing this. Uh, these are these are coming to us uh, from O'Shea Jackson Jr., the son of Ice Cube, who uh, pontificated on his Twitter, Sonia Deville has attacked more black people than high blood pressure. What? What the fuck? Because the whole shit with Naomi, and now, of all things, she attacks. She attacks Bianca Belair. He, wow. He, uh, so oh, I take it he's hey. not a. F he he don't understand what he's. I mean, to comment on something, you would think he's a fan of the or know something about the product. Yeah, I mean he's he's <laughs> he's in he's in his Twitter. He's pictured wearing a WWE Championship belt. Okay, so he is okay. Wow. He's definitely a fan. Okay. And yeah, well, I mean, I, <laughs> he's, got, he's got a point. Why did she attack her? Why? She didn't have to attack her. 
<laughs> well, we'll have to look into that. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to reach out to uh, O'Shea, see if he comes on the uh, the show, and um, we'll have to. And then you can you guys can tell him he's wrong. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and hell, who knows? Maybe he can put in a good word with Dad, and we can talk to him too. That's true. See if he's a wrestling fan. Yeah, you guys really want to. <laughs> That's the most intimidating man, man. I'm telling you, man. Cube <laughs> is fucking amazing. And in person, it's just like yeah. a gravitos. It's like, holy shit, this dude is fucking dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Simon Street did say stuff about him. So I know. Let's, that let's hurt. That, up that hurt. So yeah. Ice Cube, it, it'd be a good day, you know. <laughs> Well played. All right, then, Michaels. Uh, well, this was your best in the show. Uh, hey, that week of WWE TV was pretty good this week for once. Yeah. Watchable stuff on, on each show. Um, so that was all right. But I, I think best in show this week was um, the uh, geniuses uh, in the match between the Adams who decided to put barbed wire in a crown shape and put it on a fucking head <laughs> on Good Friday. <laughs> Now, my, my instinct goes that the backstage knew nothing about it, okay? Because I would think that Tony Khan uh, just doesn't get involved into the actual planning of the matches. So I'm sure they probably called an audible or talked about it backstage. Um, personally, I would have wrapped them up in the barbed wire together and then, you know, went through the table that way. Because the crown of thorns absolutely made no difference <laughs> on the impact of the table. So it was kind of goofy that they used that anyway. And paid, uh, Cole was already cut. So it wasn't like you needed it to accent blood. So it kind of made no sense. But instead of letting it go, Excalibur fucking says, he put a crown of thorns on him. Like, <laughs> so yeah it was pretty much all intended it, he basically to, came out and said wow. something to that extent um <sighs> where it was just like what um so you know uh let's put it this way oh. i'm pretty sure tony khan is not christian so or catholic so maybe the boss just said hey go ahead um but it's interesting because everything I've seen is silence. And so, you know, maybe uh, it was just like, hey, well, fuck it. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Exc Excalibur needs to, Excalibur, uh, he needs to go. He, he just needs to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No one man. knows what he looks like anyway, so no one would miss him. True that, true that. All right, let me do the best of show because we got to. Uh... Jesus Christ, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The comments are coming in. We love it. Hey, uh, my best of show uh, was definitely uh, <laughs> Impact Wrestling. A lot of good stuff, man. W. Morrissey kicked off the show. was uh, definitely a. Uh, uh, it was a segment that was uh, important to him because I, I guess it wasn't a good look the last time he was in that uh, uh, vicinity and, and what took place. So uh, it, that kicked off and um, 
with that. And Deanna Perrazzo had our champ champ challenge. Um, uh, she was going against Willow Nightingale, which I remember seeing her in uh, ROH. I thought that was really good put together. I talked about Rocky Romero, Jonathan Grisham. Um, oh, the hey, they two great promos on Josh Alexander and Moose. I think I'm going to do a, a a show this week, guys. Uh, just keep your uh, eyes looking for when we drop some titles. I really want to talk about this match. They've done such a good job in building up this match to what I think is just going to come out to be really awesome. And the promos were really well put together. Um, definitely was impact uh, wrestling for me this week. Everything was was uh, leading up to the, the their big pay-per-view this weekend. So that is mine. Okay, we got to get ready to go into our next show. We thank everyone for hanging out with us live. If you hear a lot of great comments come in and come back every week. Uh, we love to see you. We love to read them. We love to laugh. This is all entertainment. We're not uh, any news or journalists or breaking down anything you don't already know. We're just here just to all... Uh, just to laugh and talk about wrestling, make life a little, a little better, <laughs> a little bit more fun, you know. So we're going to uh, do uh, next, we're going to jump into our three count. So if you are watching this live, jump back on after that. If you are listening to our download, make sure you download Tuesday's episode for three counts where we have uh, three good topics um, that we have coming up. And um, we're going to get to that next. So with that... Thank you for hanging out, and we will see you next week. All right, peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.